This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast after Game 5. Um, I'm your host, William Lou. I'm back on the airwaves after uh, not being... There for three and four, it was too depressing. Uh, and you know, shout out to Zarrar and Sham for covering that. But fresh with two other brown dudes to cover the win. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I should have said, what's up? What's up? Yo, what's up? Excuse me, Doc. What was that? <laughs> Yo, they know their roster. They know the RR roster. Let's be real. We're 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 like for like substitutions over here. Hey, we're like Zinedine aside. Zidane. Hey, Assad, can you stop trying to sound like Drake, man? Oh, fam, chill. Bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that was a good feels, win. This feels good. This feels good. I mean, we say it was a good win because, like, the fourth quarter was just, like, pure drugs. But before that, it was very nerve-wracking. The Raptors won 108 to 98 uh, in Game 5. Obviously a very pivotal game, uh, 2-2 entering the series. And... Let's just start with the fourth quarter, man. The Raptors coming up clutch in the fourth quarter to erase a deficit in a game that looked to be slipping away from them because Jonas Valanciunas and DeLon Wright saved the day. Who saw that coming? Asad, you see that coming? I I I don't I didn't see anything coming. I I <laughs> thought it was a loss the whole way through. Yeah. I was cry at the beginning. It was ten minutes left in the fourth quarter, and Demar lost the ball for like the second time in a row. No, no, DeMar missed the second bunny in a row. Mm. And I was like, holy... F-, I said it out loud. I'm like, holy fuck, we just lost. You know and when... I was, I was, I was crying. I, I, there were tears coming down my cheeks. I was so fucking depressed. <laughs> and I was like, oh yo, my god, I can't relax, believe bro. this entire team is ending because Fred Van Vliet is injured. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be over like this. Like, how the fuck? When, I, when uh, Kelly Oubre got that and one, Oh my god! Yo, and made it eighty-seven, eighty-two. The Raptors called a timeout, 
And at that point, there were nine minutes left. It was 87-82. And I was basically, like, if you even if you look at my Twitter timeline right now, mm-hmm. like, I was ba- eulogizing the Raptors in the sense that I was I was upset. Like, I was like, this is a pretty pathetic performance by this team. Yeah. Like, at some point, like, the jokes are just the jokes. Like, they will fly. If you don't, if you don't show up, and if everyone outside of maybe your two main guys is, is going to play, like, complete trash, and your coach isn't going to make any adjustments, then you are who you are. Like, if you can't win as a one seed, then I'm sorry. You deserve all the jokes that come your way, right? Yep. yep. And at that point, that's, like, literally the point in, at which um, we went to that five-man unit of DeRozan, JV, CJ Miles, Lowry, and DeLon Wright. You and know what the wildest thing of that unit is? Is okay. that the first time we've seen a JV small unit? Dude, that's the first time we've seen JV in the fourth quarter for the entire series. No, no, no. Like, I mean, just like, have we seen JV plus smalls, like starting smalls? No. That's, on paper, that should be one of our worst defensive lineups. You got JV as the only big. fucking dominant. CJ. Yeah, but yo, they, were, they play great defense. Also, like, like well, look, we yo, just. CJ, we... CJ got a steal, my guy. Bro, JV got a steal. JV got a steal. JV John Wall, Gortat, pick a roll. He picked that shit and he led the fast ball. break. I didn't pick it, yo. He snuffed it out, bro. He curb <laughs> yo, stopped that what? pick and roll, my guy. I've never seen JV even make a play like this before. Like, in any game, not playoffs, was nothing. So hype, he took two dribbles after because he's like, fuck it, I got this. <laughs> yo, oh my god. Yeah, man. Shout out JV. Yo, but yes, yeah, like, Harsh, I, I feel you, man. Like, after that Uber and one. It was just depressing, man. We're down five, nine minutes left. Washington has most of the momentum, I will feel like. Because, I mean, this game doesn't really have momentum, but it very much felt like all the other games where the Raptors try to pull away, and then Washington was like, nah, I'm still here. And the Raptors try to pull away, and Washington was like, I'm still here. And then all of a sudden, Washington takes the lead, and you're like, man, I don't know if the Raptors can, you know, pull ahead now and, and reverse the fortunes. But, uh, you know, CJ goes back door, gets fouled by Gortata, really late whistle. A lot of people complaining about that one. Whatever. I mean, it was a there foul. were a lot of late whistles. There's a lot game. of like, late whistles. Hideous amount. Also, I, did the Raptors complete even one and one in this game? Uh, I don't think so. I feel like I feel like they had like eight or nine opportunities and they did not complete one. I don't remember seeing one. I mean, Unless they should have like had, had one when one, one, the Rosen hit that mid range shot and then Pirtle got like whacked by Kelly Oubre, but somehow it turned into just free throws for Kelly Oubre and no ba- or for uh for Proto and no basket and they only made And we didn't even throw. get the ball back, which I'm pretty sure is what the off ball foul rule is in the last two minutes of every quarter. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, I know I but then right after that Delon Wright comes up with a huge play, picks off John Wall, and then it's it's John Wall versus Delon Wright in Delon blew uh what did Delon do the possession before? Because he blew something badly. I think he just turned the ball mm-hmm. over. He he had a couple of really bad shots, like a real like weird runners that he was trying to hit over right. a Gortat, and he kept missing. Like he had some bad moments, but like for the second half of the fourth quarter, he was Dude. absolutely money. I, I think uh, not even just the second half, just right after that timeout, which changed everything. The line, I mean, he gets that steal, and then I thought John Wall was gonna chase down and block him because John Wall has been like a monster in terms of just blocks in this whole series. He had blocked Kyle Lowry on a similar play, uh, I think, in the second quarter, but. DeLon Wright pulls out the dirtiest Euro step, of course. I mean, that's DeLon Wright's go-to move. He delayed that second step, like, so hard. Like, he slowed down, Mm. like, so quick to drop that delayed, like, second step on the Euro and then go reverse. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. And then you you got Larry making a layup. uh, And then... 
you know, just a couple of defensive plays. Demar makes a dunk after JV got the steal. I still can't get over that JV steal, bro. I have not seen him make a play like that ever, ever. And I've seen like ninety five percent of his games. Um, but yeah, yo, I mean, can I just make a quick comment? Yeah, yeah. I, like, look, it, it's it's crazy that they made that adjustment because nothing like that seemed like uh, anything that Dwayne Casey had in his game plan, but. Yeah. It's wild to me that it took until the fourth quarter, the final nine, eight minutes of the fourth quarter of game five for the Raptors to start making Washington pay for overplaying CJ Miles on every single possession. Seriously, man. Like, well, they, they had started using it in like the third quarter and they used it once in the second quarter. But yeah. the problem was they were getting like no separation on any screens. Mm-hmm. And like you could only really do use CJ being overplayed like if you got the ball into the guy who was going to set the screen. And they weren't getting any separation from there anyways. And then they started doing the double staggered screen on the side where they had Lowry and CJ. Basically they would just switch which one was going to curl up from the screen. Mm. So like I think the biggest thing was just like the fact that we got out-rebounded so badly to start that fourth quarter. Like, that one possession where they got, like, four rebounds Dude, in a row, that, that was it. Ty Lawson got the offensive rebound, bro. Ty Lawson. Yo, that I was right before we got the end one. the middle of the beat. <laughs> and then the thing was the possession before the ball bounces right, right in front of C.J. Miles and whoever the other big was. And they just both look at it, and they both lose the ball to Marquise Morris. Dude. I'm like, man, how did you... But yeah, was them is, getting out-rebounded by that much, I, that that was like, all right, we just have to put JV in and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Because at the end of the day, it became a gut-check moment. That time I was like, all right, you're, we're either losing the series here mm-hmm. or we're going to pull this out. Yeah. So we're going to go with this lineup. Yeah. And it's kind of like I, the rebounding was the biggest thing because if it wasn't for the rebounding, who knows? Maybe they put Surge back in instead to try oh, and create some defense. I could have sworn that at that nine minute timeout that Dwayne Casey was gonna bring back Surge and I was gonna I was gonna lose it. No, no. I'm <laughs> I was gonna, gonna lose, lose it. it. Shout out scams. Yo, no. I I just Like I know Serge Ibaka's a better player now since he left OKC and Russell Westbrook, but please. Bro, Serge we'll talk Serge? about Serge in a second, but Yo, did you see that did you see that stat that Alex Wong put out where uh Alex Wong putting out stats now? Yo, this yeah, guy's doing everything. He, he basically said, I don't know, it might have been a troll because it's Alex Wong, but he mm. said that since the since the game two, Serge has more turnovers than field goals made. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Mm. It's that, Alex, that sounds true, man. The fact that it's, like, actually something that you... <laughs> Uh, no, but he, it's not what that he had twice as many turnovers as he had made field goals. All right, I, I'm going to look this up. <laughs> I have to look this up. Honestly, like, the fact that I'm, I am I had to, like, be like, yeah, that's totally reasonable. Sounds sounds legit. Dude, Serge was so bad today. <sighs> that, game, that game was so tense, I didn't realize Drake was at the game until, like, they showed him, like, on the <laughs> broadcast with, like, two minutes left. I'm like, oh, shit, Drake's here. Oh, oh it's man. True. It's true, by the way. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Yep, yep. That, that is absolutely true. In the last three games, Serge has eight turnovers and four field goals. Four field goals. Mm. Yep. Yeah, and I four mean, field. so yeah, but it's good. He got all this out of the way. He's gonna go off in game six. Okay. I don't, I don't. Malfuzi style, bro. That song is too much of a hit. The weather's warm again. Mm. Like we need that song in our life. Trying to blast it. I was trying to play it on the plane with Harsh. Yeah, he did. You did blast it. <laughs> Cardinal was not impressed. 
<laughs> Cardinal was like, yo, play Northern Touch remix right now. Bro, Cardinal was like, yo, play the anthem, please. Cardinal was just like, yo, please, give me some food. <laughs> but uh, we should also talk about the fact that there was also another huge, like, play that pretty much swung the entire game. Like, the reason why the Raptors didn't pull away, like, immediately after that little run was because DeMar tried to take over a couple of possessions. And, like, we should make it clear, DeMar was phenomenal in the first three quarters. 30 points on 20 shots, very efficient, was the only guy scoring, right? Like, in half yeah, court, DeMar was the only guy. But in the fourth quarter, DeMar started doing some weird stuff. He was missing some weird shots. There's a couple of possessions where, you know, DeMar tries to attack a switch. The switch doesn't really come. He tries to attack the switch again. The switch does come. Then he keeps dribbling. And then a bad shot happens. Like we all know yeah. what that possession looks like. There was one of those possessions where DeMar had nothing going. And all of a sudden, DeLon Wright decided to flash up to 30 feet. And Markeith uh, Morris temporarily forgot about him. DeMar finds DeLon. It's not even a good shot, really. But DeLon, like, just cans that. Like, just deads the shot. Like, boom. Right there. The rim didn't even shake. Exactly. That's a, that was, uh, that, that three pushed it to a four point game. And then after that, DeLon Wright, um, you know, gets out in transition, and Demar finds him with an alley oop finish. Belon was kind of fouled on that play too, but no, no and on whatever. But you know that that sequence right there by Delon, that little mini five zero run, gave the Raptors a six point lead with three minutes left, gave them a bit of room to breathe. Um, the Raptors again played some phenomenal defense. Like Washington just kept shooting bricks for some reason. <laughs> like they they just went ice cold, and then Delon makes another two free throws. JV makes a tip in and. CJ makes a three, and that's it. That's the game right there. Like, the Raptors just completely shut the Wizards down in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and and that DeLon alley-oop play was, like, it's thank God DeLon was there because DeMar was exhausted in the fourth quarter. Yeah, DeMar was. Like, he kept bobbling the ball because the guy was exhausted. Like, we had no business being in this game if it wasn't for DeMar DeRozan, just, like, absolutely bully-balling us the first three quarters of this game. Yeah. Because, listen, nobody in the first three quarters outside of – even, I guess Lowry had a bit of a stretch in the third quarter, but especially Lowry hit a three every time we needed one. Especially in the first that half. In the first half, besides Jonas and I guess Jonas was his shooting was iffy today, but besides Jonas and Demar, especially like we had no other way of creating offense. There was no space. The, like no, but none of our secondary scorers were were showing up. No one was able to even find space to take shots. Like. We had, like, the fact that DeMar was scoring at such a high efficiency, and I know, Will, you were tweeting about it, that you don't know how sustainable it is. And, I, I you know, that's why I think I was worried, too, where I'm like... Yeah, that's yeah, why it looked like a loss. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, we're in this for now, but if this continues, we're going to lose this game. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. 14 nothing run, guys. A 14 nothing run. Wizards pulled it within one point. It looked dicey. DeMar wasn't scoring, and then all of a sudden, a 14-0 run. And and you got to give a lot of credit to the defense. you got to give credit to Dwayne Casey. I mean, kind of credit. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, he wasn't realistically going to play Surge. If he played Surge, I would have been pretty pissed because Surge got <laughs> Surge got three shots in 23 minutes, two rebounds, and assists. And, like, this man wasn't, like, he made no impact whatsoever. His one shot was, like, a bad shot, like a turnaround post shot that, like, rimmed in from mid-range. Like, I ultimately I think they that was a good looking shot though. Not gonna lie, yeah. he he flipped the pivot really quickly to get the open look in that middle jumper. So that was nice, but bro, it doesn't mean anything. It's third, man. <laughs> yeah, come on, we're talking. We're we're really trying to talk up one one field goal here, but like, 
I mean, do you guys think we need to get Surge more shots earlier in the game, or do you feel like that's not necessary? Because, like, oh also, my god, yeah, what's oh up? Oh my god, so I was about to say Surge had, like, two really good, like, defensive rebounds early in the game, like, he started off strong. I checked his stats, he had two rebounds for the game. <laughs> this is what I mean, bro, this man did nothing. Nothing. Oh my god. Surge was incredibly bad. I think, like, the, the bigger concern for me, I guess, is that, I, honestly, the starters are fine. Like I still think the starters are fine. Like the Surge had fun, a yeah. Surge had a bad game, I guess, but the the starters as a unit are okay. I think the wheels start to come off for the Raptors when when that DeRozan plus bench unit comes on. Yeah, it just hasn't worked, man. It's it's just been really bad. Like, but it's not I, even because of Demar. I feel like it's because of the rest no, of the guys not. like just stand around and don't do anything, and they just expect because, him to ISO. Like, and then defensively, I I don't understand this obsession with. Leaving Ty, like just helping at the rim of Ty Lawson. Let this man make five layups in a row before you're like, all right, maybe we should send help. Because like this, all he wants to do is drive and then find Mahimni for a dunk, find Mike Scott for for a little like short jumper. Like all he wants to do is drive and kick. Stop helping, like Pascal and and, and Pirtle. Like please, yo, you guys have to stop. Pirtle's okay? been so bad. Stop. <sighs> Pirtle's been so bad this series, and like yeah, Siakam been- is kind of. They just don't respect him at all. Like no. he's and, and and the thing is, like I, this is this is another worry that we have with Siakam all season, right? Is that once teams start realizing that you know you can kind of play him like a wing and you can kind of just stick one of your big-ish wings on him, like mm-hmm. if you stick like Mike Scott or Otto Porter on him, like there's nothing Siakam can really do to to hurt you. And it's not even that that's the big issue. A lot of times I'd see when we come down and get sets, anytime where we have uh, like Demar up top. And it would be Pascal and Siakam. They'd be on the same side. So there were a couple times where it'd be like they would run like um like the the dribble handoff of the guards, mm. and Pascal and Pirtle would both be on the same side near the baseline. <laughs> okay. And the problem is the problem is they only they would move Pascal's defender over into the middle to help, and they'd guard both of them with one player. Yeah, because you can guard and that's both why, with one and, player. Exactly. And then in the fourth quarter, you saw. That, that was, I think, the biggest difference was when JV came in. The one thing JV did was his screening is so goddamn good. Because mm-hmm. as soon as he came in, A, the Wizards collapse every time he rolls. Every time yeah, he rolls, he's an actual threat them. to score. It's not like Serge going in there. It's not like Portal going in there. And this his screens JV. create separation. So, like, right. the entire middle just opened up. Mm-hmm. Like magic, it opened up. So it was like, okay, you can take away our threes, stay home. But then DeMar's going to feast in that mid-range. Which yeah. he did for three quarters, basically. It's basically the same. This, this is why, like, Ibaka got frozen out of the offense, basically, is because they tried to establish DeMar, like, going downhill, and DeMar works better off Valanciunas than he does on Ibaka. With Ibaka, they're going to both go towards DeMar, and Ibaka's just going to pop for the mid-range, whatever. Valanciunas sets bigger screens. He's more of a threat to offensive rebound when he's under the rim, like, infinitely more than Ibaka. And also, like, you know, he's just creating more space. And I think, like, they would rather attack Gortat up high than, than have Gortat help at the rim off JV. Yeah. So, I And mean, he can actually catch. Yeah. And he can actually that catch helps. the ball. Bro, Serge, what's wrong with you, man? And also, like, like what's wrong with <laughs> you? I know we have a lot of Serge hate, but in terms of, like, his just, like, point production, the one thing he does do is that they, like, now that the Wizards have stopped trapping, mm. they, he is still holding a defender out at the three-point line. Yeah, sure. And, like, the biggest thing, like, Serge all season, his points have come from, like, the defense collapsing and them kicking it out to him or him attacking, like, a defense that's in, like, heavy rotation. Right? Okay. So, like, that's the points where Serge is going to get his points. The Wizards have decided to go very conservative so that they don't do that Mm -hmm. at all. 
and they're like, make Lowry and DeRozan kill us. So, like, Serge not scoring is, I'm not too worried about that. Like, he didn't take that many shots anyways. Right. The rest of the game, yeah, we can complain about. Yeah, I think, so I think, like, like basically what Asada is saying makes sense. Like, the starters are fine. Like, I don't think we need to force feed Ibaka shots. I think that, that DeRozan plus bench unit kind of has weird chemistry because usually it's, is it, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't it Van Vliet in that DeLon Wright role? Yeah. Yep. And so just, like, moving that one part, like, I guess the chemistry is just all off. Like, they don't – the way that those guys play off each other is kind of different. Like, Hurdle and Siakam and, and Van Vliet, I guess, have much better chemistry than Wright, DeRozan, and, and Pirtle and Van Vliet. Like, it's just a weird mix. Yep. And then plus you consider how they're playing – how tightly they're playing C.J. Miles. Like, they're they're treating C.J. Miles like he's Clay Thompson, bro. <laughs> right, which is an advantage that you can use that. That's right? what I'm saying. I would almost rather him them do that to CJ than CJ get open for a couple of shots because CJ may or may not open those shots, whereas he will definitely open space for other people to attack. The one biggest thing that like I've noticed with the bench unit with Fred being out is like the Raptors. There are two sets of guards. They have Lowry and DeRozan, and then they have Fred and Delon. And the thing is, Delon and Demar are very similar in the fact that they aren't the quickest first step guys. Yeah, they want to slash too. Like, yeah, they slash and they're a little bit slow on their drives. Like, they'll power through, they'll get through in their long arms, so they'll get with the look they want. But they're not that quick. And the big thing that the bench misses is even when they're rotating the ball, every time someone touches it, the one thing that Fred adds is when he touches it, if he like, if you give him a gap, he can attack it right away. Mm-hmm. So it creates that extra second of advantage. And that's something that's missing from the bench unit, especially when it runs with DeMar, because there's basically no guards that can attack you quickly if you close out a little late. So, like, I'm praying to God Fred comes back, which he will, but soon, because I think that, that would that's going to fix all the issues in that bench unit. Because a lot of it is just the ball is not moving fast enough. Yeah, for sure. To take advantage of even the little bits of mistakes the defense makes. And also it's a defensive downgrade too. Like oh, usually fine, fine. the person we will put on these quick small guards is Fred. Like bro, Ty Lawson would not have a bucket in this game if Fred Van Vliet was guarding him. Yeah, Ty Lawson would be 2016 Ty Lawson, man. This man would have been, um, you know, like shooting bricks and, you know, taking shots. Um, Yo. Hard. I just got to say. Yeah, one I thought you wanted to cuss out the Wizards or something. I'll, I'll cut us off the wizard. Okay, one, okay. one thing I want to say that pisses me off about DeRozan is on defense. Like, yo, for, look, first of all, I know that he's carrying a giant load on offense. Yeah, for sure. But my guy, you cannot be like this on defense. Like, you can't just let these guys just drive by you like you're not there. Like, John Wall is like backing up like, like, like DeRozan is Serge Ibaka. To, to credit DeRozan though, in the fourth quarter, he, was he nice. just decided to he just decided to take blocking fouls. He was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna take a blocking foul and let us reset. <laughs> I'm not dealing with it." Dude, and the which actually was, helps a lot because we weren't in the bonus, and it was like, "All right, cool." But he'll he'll do that even if we're in the bonus. He doesn't <laughs> care, man. Bro, <laughs> Demar will break up a three on four fast break <laughs> and, and give up two free throws just for fun. Uh, yeah. Hey, yo, fuck Marquise Morris for that bullshit foul. Yeah, yeah, seriously, man. Yo, the Wizards, Yo, man. You're they trying to pull the shoulder so out, man. Shit. They talk 100%. so much shit. They talk so much shit, and yeah. when things don't go their way, they start doing all this goonish, goonish bullshit. Yep. Like, get the fuck out of here. Take your L and go home, man. Like, they literally bricked their last four three-pointers from the same wing. Yeah. Beal, on Morris. To the other side of the wall. backboard. They hit the other side of the backboard. They didn't even hit rib. 
This is what I mean, though. The Wizards are a bunch of punks. Like, they're, they're just front runners, man. This is all they do. Then when they're up ahead, they're going to do all this show bunting and stuff. And then when, in the moment they go down, it's nonstop complaining to the referees. Like, nonstop. Like, every time the camera pans over, there's John Wall talking to whoever it is, Mark Davis, whoever it was. Bradley Beal's up in there. Markeith Morris just, he hasn't done shit in this whole series, man. And he's talking, like, he's talking shit. He's, he's making flagrants. Like, what are you doing? Marky Morris deciding to just jump and take a travel for no reason. <laughs> what, with an open lane? Yeah, no, he's their surge, bro. <clears throat> oh, yeah, man. he had a good game one, and he's been trash ever since. Yeah, that Seriously, makes sense. Yo, I, surge I, was good in game two. Relax. I personally think Marky and Marcus switch bodies depending on which of their teams needs <laughs> That's a bit more. That's fair. Yeah. So you well, couldn't he didn't get a flight in from Boston. Listen, I enough. think we're gonna lose game six, but this felt good. If we get Fred back for game six, I'm calling a win. We ain't getting guaranteed for game six, man. I heard some things. Oh, oh okay. Force right. say Alright, questionable. We'll say that's questionable right there. That'll be it'd be great to have Fred for the game six because I think the main keys for game six are you gotta limit turnovers. Like the Raptors did a good job with turnovers today. Ten turnovers. That's a huge part of why they won this game. Uh, if they win, if they can just win the turnover battle actually against Washington, they're gonna win. Like they're they're just gonna win. Like because so much of Washington's offense comes in transition. They're not a good half court offense team. It just hasn't been that way for them all. Like all series, they have not been a good half court offense team. Limit those turnovers, and then also, man, like. <laughs> Like, some of these role players have to actually show up on the road. Like, I can't be seeing Serge Ibaka shooting, like, 1-3 on the road. Or, like, CJ Miles going, like, 0-6 and, like, letting Kelly Uber drive by him and stuff. Like, that can't happen, man. That can't happen. DeLon Wright has to show up on the road, too. So, talking about those players? two things, they're going to win game six. Otherwise, we're going to be back in game seven. They'll be nervous as shit. Yeah, talking about role players, shout out to GoDaddy God, Norm Powell. Eight <laughs> minutes, positive one. Yes, that's right, baby. Two fouls in eight minutes. <laughs> oh, one from the field, one assist, and then he's gone. Hey, he was a plus one, okay? He was a plus one, and that's all that matters. Oh, what happened? Yo, can we talk about that rough whistle we got to end the second quarter? Oh, yeah. The rough whistle we got to end every quarter? Yes. Yeah, Basically, the, the Wizards' way of staying in the game was the Raptors would make a couple plays. They'd break a five, seven-point lead. They'd start stretching away, and then you'd get just, like, one or two calls that would go rough, like, ridiculously against you. Like, that OG offensive foul bullshit that swung, like, the the Lowry charge, OG uh, charge somehow. No, no, it was, uh, Lowry got called for a blocking foul when it was yeah. very clear that, uh, what's his face, um, Badoof, whatever, Otto Porter, like, he pushed <laughs> off on a drive. Like, he clearly pushed off. I don't know how he, he didn't see him, that. Man. Yeah, he straight up elbowed him. Actually, I, I, I don't even have that much beef with Otto Porter. I feel like he's the only respectable guy in the Wizards. Like, everyone else is kind of a punk. I like Kelly Oubre, but... It's kind of a punk. But he's like he's a little kind of kid. a punk, but he's also cool, so I, I don't mind him. You and the yeah, Wave Poppy? Atticate's okay, man. Bro, Wave Poppy got seven free throws. Wave Poppy shot more free throws than anybody in the Raptors. DeMar was attacking the rim like crazy. Six free throws. Bro, DeMar, Wave that Poppy. That play where DeMar got basically, like, punched in the head by Marquis <laughs> three times. <laughs> and then Pirtle gets the offensive rebound, like, the first offensive rebound of, like, the entire game or some bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, yo, how was none of that a foul? Yo, and then there was the um the and one that we didn't actually get 
they made Pirtle shoot the free throws. Yeah. Then they gave the exact same play to the to the Wizards in the fourth quarter. Yep. And all these bullshit like running blocking fouls that we got, Mark Davis would give them the shooting fouls every single time. Yeah. That shit was so annoying. It's like the the whole like continue like Jack Armstrong was ranting about it, but like it's so inconsistent the way they call it. Like, like Lowry hasn't been able to buy a bucket like with with his stupid fakes and shit that he does from the three point <laughs> line. And like these men, like John Wall's running into the paint aimlessly, and they're just calling shooting fouls. Like, all right, they like, anticipate the foul with with John Wall drives like in in a way that they just don't with any other play, man. John Wall drives, and if he misses the mid-range jumper that, we, that he misses all the time, then they're just going to call foul. Like, it's really wild, man. But, Yo, that uh, one DeMar one that they – when he got auto in the air, yeah. draws the foul, mm-hmm. takes the shot, misses the shot, and then you see the refs like, all right, yeah, it's a foul. It's like, bro, like – Just call it. Just call it when you see it. Like, why are you waiting for the shot to miss? The same with the Pirtle one. Pirtle goes for the dunk, misses it because he gets fouled the hell out of it. The ref sees the ball go by, mm. and then he nods his head. He goes, okay, lifts his hand and blows a whistle. It's like, man, what are you doing? Like, what is your job? Yeah. But, yo, like, shout out to the NBA for having the, the gumption to put Mark Davis, of all people, oh, man. <laughs> to the fact that he left game the five at the ACC. And also, more of a shout out to the Raptors for not getting bogged down and complaining about the foul calls. Like, I think the Raptors have done a way better job of keeping their composure. Like, letting Dwayne Casey talk about – Marching Gortat's moving screens, which they only called one at the, the very start of the game. They're like, yeah, okay, Gortat, I got a moving screen. See, you happy, Dwayne? We're not going to call it for the rest of the game now, all right? Like, that one inconsequential-ass fucking foul call, that's all they got. But, like, the Raptors have done a great job of not, like, being bogged down with the officials. And I know they still talk to them, of course. That's, that's That just happens. But, like, if you just see how much the Wizards talk to the refs versus how much the Raptors talk... The Wizards are way more annoying. It's not even close. And that's coming from the Raptors' perspective. I mean, we're usually a very, very annoying team in terms of wanting calls, but this series has decidedly gone Washington's way in terms of who's complaining more. And I feel like that should help the Raptors, but who knows, man. Game 6 is going to be at D.C., and I don't know. That crowd could be loud. You know, who knows? Who knows? Man. All right, let's do three stars. All right. Asad, pick the first star. Uh, first star. Oh, this is hard. Um, DeRozan. He's got to be DeRozan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, DeRozan was the first star. Through three quarters, DeRozan was the first star. Like, um, 32 points, two rebounds, five assists on 12 of 24 shooting, three of four from three-point range. Yeah. And, like, he was a plus 15 for the night. Like, mm-hmm. Of course, plus 14 of that was, like, at the end of the game, but still. <laughs> Which he wasn't really the fully fact, part the of. The fact but... that he kept it, like, a positive one through three quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, DeMar was a beast to start this game off from start to finish. Like, he was just, like, undeniable mm-hmm. as soon as he got downhill. And that was amazing to see. Um, Yo, shout out to DeMar yeah. for shooting 45% from deep in the series. A couple of them the have threes, bounced in. The threes he hit today were just, like... Just slaps in the face. Yeah, yeah. Every single one was like instant. Yeah. Nah, shout out Demar. Okay, yeah, Demar first star. Harsh. Who's the second star? I'd probably give it to Jonas. Okay, yeah, JV. Fourteen yeah. points, thirteen rebounds, two assists, a steal. I still can't get over that steal, man. Bruh. 
Yo, what? JV's John Wall and, was was like, you know, when John Wall backs it out of the paint and he like tries to pick up, or he backs it out of the three point line mm-hmm. and he tries to pick up a head of steam. Dog, when he does that little skipping move before he drives, I I want to, I just want to bunch him every time, man. Yeah. And JV was like, nah, bro, that ball's mine. Yeah. He controlled that shit like like he was Marcelo. <laughs> Yo, shouts to Marcelo. What a goal. I, I mean, and I'm shook. I, I wanted to see mine John or Wall. Is really hard, mm. especially since like he doesn't even have that many turnovers. Like he only had seven today. Mm. Yeah, and honestly, JV changed that game, man. JV changed the game, yeah, defensively, He's like him getting on the boards game. and stuff. And his defense in the crunch time was really good too. Like he was yeah. rotating, he was mm-hmm. providing just enough of a of his of a threat with his length that um, people couldn't you know just jack up open mid range shots. Like he was enough of a threat that. Um, the other guys could always recover in time to help on 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 any open jump shot. So I thought I thought he was really good, and obviously the rebounding too. Like yeah. Blake just tweeted out a stat that um, with him on the floor, our rebounding percentage, our defensive rebounding rate was like eighty percent, and mm-hmm. without it, it was like thirty six point five. Oh my god! <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and we should have known JV was gonna go off like. He like my my the play that stuck in my head outside of that steal wasn't the first half where Lowry came up um, the transition got stopped turns around gives it to JV at the three point line he pump fakes on a bobble like he's gonna take a three Martin Gortat falls for it JV drives past Gortat takes on the help defender mm-hmm. and finishes and it was like yo Jonas he can really do that now like I I kind of trust him like he's done it took all him three season. dribbles he took a three dribbles from the three point line to the bucket. Imagine that, man. Imagine JV successfully dribbling three times and not being a post-up. Like, yo, he's honestly, he's grown so much, man. He really has. Uh, and then, yeah, in terms of your third star, I mean, it's got to be DeLon, right? That was, it's pretty obvious. 18 points, five rebounds, uh, two steals, a block, an assist, six of ten shooting, two of two from deep, including that really key three. 11 points in the fourth quarter. Like, that's that's all that needs to be said. Yeah, that's fair. And then, yo, who you guys want to give uh, the Gerald Henderson Award to? Oubre. Yeah, it's Oubre. This is the weird thing, though. Oubre shot one of seven from deep. I I, I don't think Oubre could really shoot. He can't. Uh, so then why are we closing out on him like this? <laughs> we keep, like, closing out as if this is CJ Miles or something. But, like, we keep closing out on him, and then he gets, like, to the free throw line. Which, like, whatever. A couple of those calls are BS. But, like, the man had 14 points on, you know, three field goals. One of those was a three, and then he had seven free throws. Um, but like, I don't think he can shoot. He's a 32% career shooter, like from deep for the series. I think, what was that? It was in, it was in my notes, but, um, not good. Basically. What was he for the series? He is, he three is of 16 th- from the series. Yeah, there you go. So like, yeah, I mean, like, why are we closing out so hard on him? I just don't get that part. He's a swing guy for them though. He shot 40% from the field this season. So yeah. 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 Let's see if Neymar can shoot first before we start closing on Neymar so hard. Because <laughs> that man is Neymar, 100%. XXX Ubracion. Yo. <laughs> Good lord. Yo. Yo, and as an Someone's got to scour uh, Kelly Ubre for, <laughs> for his Instagram to see if he's got any sister pics. Oh, oh my god. If he's really Neymar. Chill. If he's really, really Neymar. Or he's more of an Oscar. Oh boy! All right, oh, all right. That's that's about it. Harsh Assad, this this uh, was a great game, great fourth quarter. 
Um, give me your prediction before we go. How how, how many games the Raptors win this season? Six. Raptors in seven. Yeah, I got. I still got seven. Yeah. No. Six is it's gonna be six, tough. Yes. It's, gonna be a, it's gonna be a close game. It's gonna be a if top Fre- six. We're gonna win a six. If Fred comes back, I'm with Assad. Okay, but if Fred comes back, like what condition is he coming back in, man? Yeah, but I think the fact the fact back, you, it's important that he kind of shakes off rust in one game. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't even think it's a like even if Fred comes back and is a little bit rusty, yeah, he can't I be think worse it's still all? fine. He can't. Yeah, he can't be worse than like what's already out there. Norm, bro, what? Dude, happened we give to Norm you? eight minutes today. Yeah, yeah. Let's just give Fred like twelve minutes. He can't be that bad in twelve minutes. But also, like, we need Fred to get some minutes before we play LeBron next round. Yeah. Bro, God. God damn it, LeBron! Why can't you just lose embarrassingly to Indiana? Come on, man, just try it. Just try it. One time, just Please. one time, bro. One time. God, Indiana, man. How are you struggling to beat Indiana? <laughs> anyway, I guess we can talk shit. We're, 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 we're in trouble with the Wizards, but... Nah, I think, yeah, the Raptors, Raptors win in seven. There's a real chance they win in six, too, but, I mean, I think it's still seven games. But, obviously, this is an important game to get. Um, Harsh and Asad, thank you for coming on the podcast. Follow Harsh on Twitter at IamHarshDevay. Follow Assad on Twitter at Swarlazers. And, uh, you know, thanks again to Zarar and, and, and Sham for covering game three and four. And hopefully I'll be back to recap game six. If not, Zarar and Sham will probably got you there again. So thank you for listening and uh, go Raptors. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.